0: So Bill had stomach cramps and went to the hospital, where he was prescribed some pills. The next morning, he was found unconscious. Police found someone had switched the pills and questioned three suspects. Dr. Johnson, his cardiologist, saw him at 3 in the afternoon and wrote the prescription. John, the hospital cleaner, came to clean the room at 7am, found him and called the police. Susan, his nurse, brought the pills to him at 8 that morning. Who's lying? Susan, the cleaner, called the police one hour before she claimed to have brought in the pills. Mia got a new cat and brought it into her apartment where she lived with three other people. But all her roommates disliked her new pet. Three months later, she went on a two-day business trip, but when she came back, the cat was gone. She questioned all her roommates. Steve didn't notice the cat was missing. David said he was allergic to cats and couldn't survive a day with one around him. Sean was the one taking care of the cat, and he was shocked he couldn't find it that morning. Who's lying? David. If he was allergic to cats, he wouldn't have lasted with Mia's cat in the same house for several months before. You went to visit an abandoned castle, when you got trapped in the basement. There's a small bamboo stick on the table, almost as long as your forearm. In front of you, there are three doors, and you must spend one hour behind one of them to get out of the castle. Which is the safest option? Behind the first door, there's 100 rabid wild rats. Behind the second, there's a box filled with water, and you must keep your head submerged in it. In the third door, there's an infinitely deep pool filled with box jellyfish. The second door. You can use the bamboo stick to breathe. Brian was traveling by train to a nearby city. He placed his watch on the table and was looking for his train ticket when the train went into a dark tunnel. When it came out, Brian's watch was gone. There were only three people in the car. Mary was sleeping the entire time. Christopher was looking for his wallet to grab a cup of coffee. Mike was playing a game on his phone. Who took the watch? It was Mary. When the journey started, she had her sleeves rolled up, and if she were sleeping, she wouldn't put them down. Sarah was walking out of the mall when someone snatched the purse out of her hand and drove off in a red car. The security closed the parking lot and found three people with red cars. Alyssa said she was inside shopping when she got called by security. David said he had only just arrived, Bob said he was about to pay his parking fee and drive off. Who isn't telling the truth? David. He's got a parking ticket on his window. From the sign on the wall, he's been there for more than two hours without paying and got a ticket. And he lies about being very allergic to cats. Simon broke into the richest house in the neighborhood and took a very expensive diamond. Security guards caught him walking out and searched him for the diamond. They knew he'd taken it, so when they couldn't find anything, they x-rayed him. Still, nothing showed up. Where was Simon carrying the diamond? As soon as the guards caught him, he put it in one of their pockets. After the search was over and they were driving him home, he took it out of their pocket with nobody noticing. A crazy scientist took you into their basement and is planning to keep you there for a year. He's given you the option to choose one of three foods to eat for the year to stay alive. Which one do you choose to save your life? Pasta and bread, rice and beans, steak and broccoli… If you only ate pasta and bread, you'd get scurvy in just 8 months. And steak with broccoli is low in carbs, which will start breaking down your muscle mass to help you stay alive. Your best bet is rice and beans. It's high in all 9 essential amino acids your body needs, and you can germinate some of the raw beans eating their sprouts to get your vitamin C. Aren't you a smart cookie? A year passes, and you've managed to get out of the basement. But to make it out of the house, you must pick one of the three doors the scientists created. The first room is filled with venomous cone snails. The second has five very hungry polar bears. The third is a saltwater tank with hundreds of piranhas. Which is the safest? The third room. Piranhas are freshwater fish and can't survive in saltwater. Three prisoners are sitting at the table having dinner. But one of them is wealthy. Can you guess who it is? It's not the guy with the steak and the shrimps. The little tag on his shirt reveals he's a chef, and he likes to prepare a special treat for himself. The guy with the jewels shows that he's rich. But in prison, jewelry is basically worthless. It's the third guy. Rich people try to keep low-profile in prison, not to be targeted by others. That's why he doesn't flash any valuable possessions or his status. A group of researchers is trying to test your knowledge. They take you into their lab on an island in Italy and present three dishes to you, but only one is safe to eat. Which do you choose? Cheese infested by maggots? Boiled pufferfish liver? Or fly agaric mushrooms? fish liver can be poisonous if it isn't prepared properly, and the fly agaric mushrooms are among the most dangerous in the world. Maggot cheese, on the other hand, is actually a delicacy in Sardinia Italy, so it's perfectly safe to eat. Really? One day, you wake up in an arena without knowing how you got there. From the speakers, you hear that you must fight one of three hybrid animals. Which one do you pick to stay alive? A polar bear with the head of a rattlesnake, a hippo with a lion head, or a hybrid with the face and body of a great white shark and the limbs of a jaguar. The great white shark hybrid. Since its body has gills, it won't be able to breathe outside water. You're an astronaut, and you've made it to Mars for an expedition. A team member greets you at the entrance to the base in their workout clothes. When you get in, you close the door and wait for the room to pressurize before taking off your spacesuit. When you walk in, you get a message that someone at the base is an imposter. Who could it be? A fellow astronaut who covers his face because he got a sunburn. An engineer with flaky patches on her skin. Or the person who greeted you at the door earlier. The person you saw earlier. If they were human, they wouldn't survive outside the base in the planet's atmosphere. While walking in the forest, you come across a mysterious local that blocks your way. He tells you if you solve his riddle, you're free to go, but if you don't, you'll have to stay in this forest forever. The riddle goes like this Your seas without water, coasts without land, towns without people and mountains without land. What are you? Well, you're a map. You decided to go exploring a local cave. You walk inside, and a landslide suddenly blocks the way back. Ahead, there are four tunnels, each with a sign showing you which dangers lurk inside. Which one do you choose to stay safe? The tunnel filled with molten lava, the one filled with poisonous gas, the one swarmed by bats, or the tunnel with venomous spiders. You pick the last one. Spiders don't hunt humans for food and usually avoid them altogether. He just moved into a new town with only two barbers. You visit both their shops to decide which one you should pick. The first shop is a bit messy, and the barber needs both a haircut and his beard trimmed. The second shop is shiny, tidy, and the barber is well shaved with a perfect haircut. But you decide to go to the first shop. Why? Each barber cuts the other barber's hair and you pick the one who gave the other a nice haircut. You've got a job as a helper to someone's mansion. But the mansion owner gives a tricky task. I need the least number of chairs for a table to seat four fathers and two grandfathers with four sons. You can't ask any questions, but what's the least number of chairs you must put out? 4. The fathers could also be grandfathers, and they're all sons. Mary was selling a rope for $3. The buyer gave her $10. But because she had no change, she went to the grocery store next door to get some. She then returned with $7. But then the clerk from the store came outside to tell her that she gave her a counterfeit bill. Mary called a detective, and she must tell him how much she had lost. What should her answer be? $7 and the rope. Oh, and it turns out the counterfeiter buyer was a guy named David. What a troublemaker. Wow, Bella landed in New York with very ambitious career goals there were many options to get from the airport to the center of the city, but Bella decided to save money and go buy bus. She had to purchase a ticket for $10, but a handsome guy popped out of nowhere and offered her a better deal. Hey, my plans have changed and I don't need my bus ticket anymore. Wanna buy it for $6? Bella agreed and gave him $6. It was a big mistake. Why? Take a look at the current date on the screen of the vending machine. And now, check the date on the ticket. It expired a decade ago. Finally, Bella arrived in Manhattan and found her hostel. She had booked a bed in the dormitory room. Bella had to share it with three other women. She left her backpack on her bed and went to take a shower. When Bella returned, she found out that someone had stolen her laptop. She questioned her roommates. Sarah said, I was drinking some coffee in the lobby. Ask the manager. Kelly said, I was sleeping with my earplugs in and my sleep mask on, so I didn't see or hear anything. And Chelsea said that she had been taking pictures on the roof of the hostel. Who's lying?
1: Chelsea
0: Do you see the sign? The Hostel Rules strictly prohibit guests from going up to the roof. In the evening, at around 8 p.m., Bella got very hungry. She went out to get some food. She found a cozy restaurant. As soon as Bella entered, she witnessed a heated argument between a waiter and a customer. The customer claimed to have ordered tomato soup, and the waiter claimed that he'd only ordered hot chocolate. Bella realized which of them was lying right away. What about you? The client is lying. This advertisement on the wall says the restaurant only serves soups from 1 to 4 p.m. This means that the waiter simply wouldn't have accepted such an order. Bella ordered dinner. While waiting, she looked around and noticed one weird detail. Can you spot it too? This guy is using tree leaves instead of money to pay for his meal. The waiter served Bella her meal. She was about to start eating when two ladies began arguing about their VIP reservation. Julia claimed that she had reserved the VIP room in advance to celebrate her wedding anniversary. And Leticia said, No way! It's my birthday party tonight! I called the manager yesterday and he promised me the VIP room. The manager said, Ladies, I'm so sorry, but the booking system crashed and deleted both of your reservations. The VIP room is unavailable today. Can I do anything else for you? Who's lying here? The manager. Take a look at the screen. Julia's reservation is still there. He lied because Leticia had given him huge tips to get the VIP room without any reservation. See? Boy, this is a crazy restaurant. The food better be worth it. After dinner, Bella saw Letitia in the ladies' room. She was crying. Bella asked her, what happened? Letitia didn't say anything. She just gave Bella her phone and showed this chat with her boyfriend. Can you tell what made Letitia so upset? boyfriend didn't come to her birthday party. Even worse, he lied that his mom was ill to visit a pool party. Take a look at the reflection in his sunglasses. It seems that he's having fun. Letitia was so grateful for Bella's support that she gave up her VIP opera tickets. The performance was scheduled for the next day. Now, Bella needed to find an evening dress. She headed to a shopping mall with Kelly and Sarah. But as soon as they arrive, they notice something very weird. Can you see it too? This mannequin has three arms. Can you spot what's wrong here? The outfit sizes don't match the sizes on the hangers. What about the dressing room? Any odd details? These hairy clawed paws can't belong to a human. Finally, Bella found a beautiful evening gown for the opera, but it cost $97. Bella couldn't afford it, so she borrowed $50 from Kelly and $50 from Sarah, which equaled $100. She bought the dress and got $3 of change. Bella gave $1 to Kelly and $1 to Sarah and kept the last dollar for herself. So now, Bella owes $49 to Kelly and $49 to Sarah, which equals $98. If we add the dollar that Bella took, we'll get $99. But then, $1 is missing. Where is it? First of all, we're led to believe that $1 is missing. According to the conditions of the riddle, Bella took $50 from Kelly and $50 from Sarah, so the sum of her debt was $100. After that, she bought a dress for $97 and got $3 of change. The total indeed equals $100. But the question itself offers us a mathematically impossible puzzle. In fact, there is no missing dollar. Bella's debt remains $98 because she had already given $2 to her friends. And it's incorrect to add Bella's $1 to this debt. Next, Bella decided to visit a hairdresser. The manager asked her to wait for 20 minutes. Bella took a seat in the lobby and accidentally fell asleep. When she woke up, she saw that someone had cut her long, beautiful hair. She got furious and questioned three suspects. Maya said that she'd been busy with another customer. She didn't see what was going on in the lobby. Rick said that he had been eating his lunch outdoors. And Sally said, who do you think I am? I don't steal hair. That's ridiculous. Who is lying? Both Maya and Sally have some cut hair on their clothes, but that doesn't prove their guilt. But Rick's lunchbox is full of food, which means that he was busy with something else during his lunch break. Mmm, very suspicious. Bella's evening dress was too long and classy. She couldn't go to the concert hall by subway. So the hostel manager, Fred, offered Bella to give her a ride if she cracked his tricky riddle. I have no neck and no head. Two arms, but no hands. I'm with you at school, I'm with you at work. What am I? The correct answer is a shirt. During a break, Bella went outside to get some fresh air. She enjoyed the evening along with other guests. Suddenly, a street dealer offered Bella a diamond necklace for 20 bucks. She agreed right away and put the necklace on. Soon, three guests came over to Bella to claim the necklace. Pam said, ''How dare you! This necklace has been in my family for ages. I lost it in the ladies' room.'' Diana said, ''This piece looks very similar to my necklace.'' Someone stole it as I was moving through the crowd today. In any case, my jewelry collection is insured. And Sheila said, I noticed that the necklace was gone after visiting the buffet on the sixth floor. Can you help Bella return the necklace to its real owner?
1: Wow.
0: The necklace belongs to Diana. Diana. The concert hall doesn't have six floors. Pam and the street dealer have similar tattoos on their arms, so they must be scammers working together. After the performance, Leticia invited Bella to the after party, where Bella met Tyler. He claimed he was a famous violinist and showed Bella some pictures proving his luxurious lifestyle. But Bella realized that he was just a wannabe very soon. How did she understand it? Take a look at the trees in this picture. It's obvious that the wind is blowing to the right. Meanwhile, Tyler's hair seems to be swept to the left. The picture has been photoshopped. The next morning, Bella went to buy some groceries. She didn't have much cash, so she bought only two items, cheese and bread, and paid $1.10 in total. The cheese cost $1 more than the bread. So, how much did the bread cost? The most obvious answer would be that the bread cost 10 cents. But if the bread cost 10 cents and the price of the cheese was $1 higher than that of the bread, the cheese would cost $1.10. And the total, in this case, would be a buck twenty. The correct answer is that the bread costs five cents and the cheese costs a dollar five. This indeed makes a total of a dollar ten cents. Does that make sense? I mean, cents? After breakfast, Bella went to a job interview. The HR manager asked her to solve this riddle. She wanted to see how quick-witted Bella was. I am the only place in the world where today comes before yesterday. What am I? Bella cracked this riddle easily. What about you? The correct answer is the dictionary. Bella got a job as a train conductor. On her first day at work, she entered a rail car to check the passengers' tickets. There were only three people inside, and only two of them were human. Can you tell who's not human? The first guy is dressed up too warmly for the summer, but he could be going to a place where it's very cold. That lady over there is drinking some green liquid. It's a bit strange, but there are plenty of colorful drinks in the world. As for this guy in the middle, he doesn't cast a shadow. So he's not human.